And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. We got a special guest today. Everybody knows how I like giving both sides of the story. Well, this is going to be the other side of the story because a lot of guys know I pick on Leo a lot. And for good reason. You know, I'm one of the biggest ones against uh, police profiling, biker profiling. And there are people out there that actually agree that work in law enforcement that it's a bad thing so when we get right back uh we're gonna talk uh to fester he is our special guest for today Okay, we have our guest is Fester. He is law enforcement. We will not be telling you the department. He is also a member of an LEMC. And again, we will not be telling you that one uh, because there are privacy concerns and stuff like that. And when we're asked not to reveal, we do not reveal sources, information that they don't want us to, to give. But I think it would be a great discussion on their side of the story it's very important to get both sides of the story so we're gonna welcome on the show right now fester how you doing buddy pretty good brother how you doing i'm doing pretty good man pretty good uh you know what it's cool to have you on here and it's uh even more cool to be able to give your side story because uh, as you know, I'm kind of, uh, you know, with uh, Leo and stuff on my program. So I figured we'd have a civil conversation, try to get both sides uh, the way we think and stuff like that. Uh, maybe help people understand better. Yeah, I'll do my best. Rock and roll, man. Uh, now, how long have you been in law enforcement? Twelve years. Twelve years. And, uh, yeah, it'll be 12 years in last July. Now, are you patrol? Are you detective? I'm a lieutenant now. Okay. I've, I've worked my way up to, to now, I'm, now I'm a lieutenant. Okay. Uh, so you're a lieutenant even better. So you'll have a lot more experience with some of the issues that I want to bring up, uh, which is fantastic. And you're also in, uh, an LEMC. Yes, I am. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm a nomad for mine. Okay, cool. Uh, now, the first question I have for you, and this is going to have to do with the YouTube stuff because a lot of our listeners are YouTube or on our radio station, is if you have an understanding of why some people get agitated with law enforcement, and I'm going to bring up one of the creators, and he was an ex-cop undercover and you have him now out there on YouTube trying to give advice on how to start a motorcycle club, how to do this, how to do that, and this coming from a law enforcement officer. Okay, so, yeah, we have, I think I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm all for it because I think that... that Everyone should should enjoy the, the, the that lifestyle. What we do for a living and what we how we bring money to the table is one thing. But when we're off duty, we have us as law enforcement. We got to forget it. It's no, we are off. Stay off. You know, it's like a contractor going to work. They're you know they they come home. They they don't want to talk about you know framing a house. You know, we don't want to come home and and talk about cop stuff. So we leave it leave it there. And I think it's great that you got guys out there trying to help out 
starting clubs because no one wants, like you, like in a couple of your, your uh, videos, um, you, you talk about no one wants the politics. Everyone just wants to have a, find that brotherhood, something bigger, something bigger than themselves. Um, and it's kind of that, that's what we have is in law enforcement is these clubs that are, al- that are allowing us in it. Right. I, I'm all, I'm all for it. So you're all for him as him being an undercover to- a cop. Oh, no, that, I don't, that, I'm not, I'm not for that. that. I'm not for that. I'm not into that. That's, that's not, that's not why I got into law enforcement. Some guys is each their own. Right. But, but what, I mean, how, 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 what kind of harm do you think he's doing by trying to teach people how to start a motorcycle club and not follow the traditional protocols that we have on the street? Oh, if he, if, if he, if it's who I'm thinking of, um, the one thing he forgets is you got to ask for blessings. You got to do that. It's you got to keep the MC culture alive. If, and if you're not following it, then you're part, you're, you're the guys that are part of the problem. Um, like some of these other guys that, that are, that aren't law enforcement that are teaching about MC culture. Mm. Um, you got you, you got, you have to keep the MC alive. That's why I listen to all the gray beards. That's, and that's how I was brought up in my, in my MC, uh, in, in, in my club. Mm-hmm. Now you bring up, uh, you know, an L E M C, uh, which is a good subject to bring on. And one of the reasons why I'm going to bring it on now is because you said that just because the way you earn money or what you do for a living shouldn't be held against you when you get off of the job. Now, I understand being motorcycle enthusiasts and stuff like that, but there are, and especially in Chicago, this is documented, everybody can see it in the newspapers, where there was LEMC clubs that would actually go into a bar and start all kinds of crap and then at the next uh level pull out the badges uh so you can see why there's some discontent there oh i i think i think they deserve a good ass open just like anybody else would Mm -hmm. now how does that represent your your profession them doing something like that it's horrible it's absolutely horrible and that's that's the reason why people don't like cops Mm-hmm. because you see that you hear about that but then you got guys like like me where hey i'm that my badge stays home when i'm on my bike um it stays home what i do for a living does not does not come up it doesn't matter what i do for a living mm-hmm. but you know you you got those guys that want to start a bunch of crap and hide behind the backs and it's it, you're gonna have it and it's what i it's what i try to weed out as as i teach my guys mm-hmm what about the fact uh and i know i bump on them all the time but during nine to five hours, the cops are trying to bust us and stuff like that. And hey, if you're doing something wrong, you're doing something wrong. It's your job to catch people who, you know, might be on the other side of the aisle. But at the same time, afterwards, go and play dress up like them, try to act like them. Uh, one thing that's been uh, really that bugged me was the three piece patch. The three-piece patch always represented OMG. So why would law enforcement want to wear an OMG-style patch? I don't think it's. Um, I, I think where the difference is is we. It's more for me. It's paying homage to those who who laid the pavement for us to even be able to wear a patch. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they went through hell because of my profession, it's still me. It's in my eyes, it's, me, it's us paying homage. And then the, on the way of respecting it is we'll throw an LE cube to, to show that we are nothing like them. Right. But we are paying with it's, it's a, it's a, it's a show of respect, mm-hmm. but 
everyone, but everyone's different, man. Right. Well, I understand that, but, uh, you know, another creator, he, uh, is real proud in pushing the biker revolution and he's an LE and, uh, he's out in the LEMC club. When he's talking about MCs, one percenters especially, saying, you know, they're criminals and stuff like that. You don't have to abide by this and that. There's a lot of people that watch this guy. And that could get a lot of people hurt on the street. But what is your thoughts on a biker uh, revolution or whatever he's calling it? Honestly, I I haven't even seen that one. So I I can't really talk about that. But if he's talking about, like, you know, all bikers coming together. Hopefully that's going to happen. I don't see it happening. Because uh, of, you basically know, old what he's talking about is you don't have to follow protocol. You don't have to, uh, listen to the traditions. You can start what you want to start. It's your constitutional right. And as you know, as a lieutenant on the streets is a lot different than YouTube. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree with any of that. None of it. Um, I, I believe if you're, if you want to keep the culture alive, if that's the reason why you're doing it, why are you going and changing it and going against everything that you're trying to be, trying to get into and trying to live? Right. So keep it alive. And if you're going, if you're circumventing that, that means you're, you're in it for the wrong reason. Mm. So don't even consider yourself part of the, part of the culture. Right. Does it make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Uh, now shifting <laughs> gears a little bit, and I'd really like to get your thoughts on this one. 2015 uh in waco texas banditos kazakhs we all know went down and stuff like that there was uh reports that uh actually it's not reports it's actually in stone uh that four of the guys got shot uh by police officers as well as many were refused medical aid that could have lived in that now days before that incident the police knew there was a possibility that this could go down. And if they knew days ahead of time, why would they let something like that happen unless it's something they wanted to happen? And there's a lot of bad feelings out there as far as that, especially uh, with Abel Reina and stuff like that. But now, after that incident, Texas is the king of profiling bikers. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that incident and how they handled it. I, I thought how it was handled was ridiculous. Um, I mean, a- anyone that, that, that saw it and knew, and knew it knows about it, they all see, this, see all the holes. I, I, um, as for why didn't we stop it, um, it's, it all comes back to a case law. And, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of gibberish bullshit that a lot of people don't want to listen to. But – it's it's the facts. Um, there's a case out there that says we don't that law enforcement has zero duty to protect or anything like that, just to enforce a law. So if a, the only time we that we're required to do anything is to is uh, when a law has been violated. Now we stop things because that's who we are. We will we'll run and we'll run and stop and you know get get in the way and do whatever we can before a law is, is violated because that's who we are. But we don't have to. What they did there is they should have they should have gone with their guts and who they are and stopped it instead of going against uh or going with the case law Mm. so that's my take on that well i know a lot in even in chicago if they know you know one of the 
two major clubs that don't like uh, each other going to the same place, they would always turn one of the clubs around. Now, they had information as far as texts. Uh, they had their informants in there and stuff like that. Yeah. And they did absolutely nothing. They knew it was going to go down. And now it was like a turkey shoot coming out of the police department in Waco. Now, we <laughs> Waco don't have the best uh, track record going all the way back to David Koresh and stuff. But uh, for... It's Texas, man. That's yeah, why I don't live te- in Texas. <laughs> well, yeah. But, well, I'm just getting your opinion as a lieutenant on how it was handled and stuff. Because there are a lot of bikers that hold a lot of bad law enforcement on that oh absolutely and i don't blame them i mean it's i if, if it happened to me you know i would feel the same way you know um mm-hmm. you know when when you know things happen there's a reason why a lot of us went in the military you know so did you, you know, serve? We, when someone does something wrong you want to you want to go back yes i served i was in the navy for five years oh rock on thanks for your service man I think hey, you, you hey, probably have some strong feelings as, uh, see, I don't talk about it on YouTube because they censor me and stuff like that. But on my radio show, I have some very hard uh, stances against this administration and what happened in Afghanistan. So I bet you do as well. Yeah, due, due to my career, I'm going to, in case they find out, I'm going to keep, I'll keep my thoughts myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that is pretty sad that you guys actually have to keep a lot on the down low, especially in today's environment where everybody's going after. Am I right on that? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Hello? You're on. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. my, My phone cut out. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm here. Uh, I was talking about uh, the issues that you are uh, facing as uh, police officers with the current environment uh, in this country. How hard has that been for you uh, and your workers? It's 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 miserable. Um, it's caused our recruitment to go down. Um, me, I, as I've mentioned on on your YouTube channel, because I follow you. Um, that I am looking for, and I'm, I'm trying to get out of this career um, because I, I want to be like everyone else. I want to I want to be able to have the same rights as everyone else. Um, you know, I want to be able to say what I want to say without without you know fear of losing my job. Um, I want to be able, I want to I don't want to be looked at. You go to a party, you know, it's it's hard it's hard nowadays, man. Um, so a lot of us are actually actively looking to get out on get out of the law um, of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Have you found it crazy, especially in uh, Minneapolis, uh, where they got on a ballot where they want to disband the police department and put in public safety officers or whatever it is? I just think, you know what, regardless of what my opinion is of law enforcement and everybody else's, you need the law enforcement or it's complete anarchy there. I just, it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's we we all know that that we you need the enemy. You, you you it's not. I mean, it sounds bad. Like in law enforcement, we need criminals to you know, and then criminals, you know, they they don't really need us, but society needs us, and you never know what's going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. so right. It's it's a weird, really weird world we're living in. Well, before we get to the biker stuff, I do want your uh, point of view. Uh, Portland, Oregon. 
it is a cesspool of anarchy out there right now where you actually had an event uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was, with uh, Antifa and the Proud Boys going after each other. And uh, police were just sitting in their cars not doing anything about it. Has it become that bad where police are that hamstrung to even do anything? Yeah, and then if you do do something, are you gonna are you gonna are you really gonna risk your career to help this person who's gonna turn around and sue you? And just because you, the uniform you wear, no, it's if they if they want to fight, let them fight. Let them, it's you know in some states like um like Washington State, it's mutual combat state. If two people agree, they can fight as long as there's someone there to, to referee. I think it has to be in law enforcement. I think that's what the law says. So I mean, if they want to fight, let them fight. Right. Well, let's get back to some uh, biker stuff. What got you into the lifestyle? What got you into riding um, motorcycles? Growing up, um, growing up, my you know my 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 dad bought me a dirt bike when I was like eight nine years old. Uh, started riding, um, did some racing growing up dirt bikes. Uh, my dad had a '69 or a '96 um, soft tail. You know he used to take me out on that all the time. Yeah. So it just, it's always been with me. Had a cousin that was, you know, one of the, you know, top five clubs growing up. And, you know, I always saw him with his buddies and it was, it was just um, something that was all around me. And it was just, I could see the, the, that family, that brotherhood growing up, you know, I was always the odd, odd duck, you know, I, I had friends, but knowing that I that I could trust and then went in the you know, military, I had it there. Then you get into law enforcement. It's not there. So go back to what, you know, what I saw growing up, go to, go find my brotherhood again. And where was it? It was with the bikes. It has changed. Uh, and that I can see from the outside looking in, you know, being from Chicago and stuff, there used to be the blue wall where, uh, Leo always stuck together. And now it don't seem like it's that way anymore. Uh, I'm talking those old Irish freaking cops, the Italian cops in our neighborhood, man, they, they stuck together like, you know, but now it seems like, damn, man, you guys are having more problems than we are. Well, you, you figure you got, you say you got a guy in your club that's constantly a problem and he's constantly making the club look bad, constantly making the club look bad. But for some reason you just can't get rid of him. And then finally you get the chance. Yeah. You want, you want to get rid of those guys. You know, you don't want to make him look bad. So then now everyone's looking for for the bad ones. So now we're all on guard. Can't trust nobody. And then if you want to have a little fun on the on the weekends, everyone's looking at you. You can't you can't even have fun on the weekends. Right. So it's yeah. Just so you'd rather just just stay away from the people you work with. Now you said you are a part of an LEMC club. What kind of brotherhood did you find there that you haven't got or had within the department itself? Is it a different kind of brotherhood? It's it's to the point where my where my my old lady she she gets pissed off and she ain't talking to me for a week because I'd rather hang out with my buddies, my brothers, <laughs> my, you know, the bite the guts. Yeah, that that that's pretty much what where it's at, you know. So they 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 are they are I, I look at them they're they're my flesh and blood. Um, you know, they need something. I'm on a plane if if it's too far for me to ride. It's mm-hmm. we're you know I was I, I was having some issues. Two days later, three showed up um it's that that's and that was what i was looking for right is it the motorcycle that bonds you as one is that the centerpiece of your club is the love for motorcycling and like you said the camaraderie that you wouldn't find within say the fop you know the uh, fraternal order of police unions 
Well, yeah. Well, obviously, yeah, because it's you know you're that's what you're looking for. Motorcycles. If everything's around the motorcycle, you know, with MCs. Um, but if you it's you gotta you gotta have that feeling, man. It's like you you know you know what it's like. It's a, it's the same thing that you went through mm. um, when you were with the club when you were with that one club. Right. Rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. it is. So, what is yeah, something no, we, that? We are... oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I don't know. I forget what I was saying already. I told you I've been drinking. <laughs> what is something that you want to pass to everybody that might not understand you, your profession, or the LEMC as a whole? What don't we get? Well, the thing is, I believe that everyone gets it, but they, 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 don't, they haven't heard it from my side. And it's not all of us are pricks. Not all of us bring the job home with us. All of us don't worry. You know, that's, that's not who we are as a person. Just, you know, so if you're a plumber, you're not always a plumber. You mm-hmm. know, you're just a plumber at work, you know? So we we're we're, we're no different than anybody else because we just want to put food on the table for our family. We just, it's just, this is the career that we're good at. Um, like I'm good at helping people that are in crisis. I don't really, I don't charge anybody really, you know? Mm-hmm. So that is, that, that's pretty much it, man. We're, we're no different than anybody else. It just, we're more on the straight arrow or straight, not straight arrow, but more straight edge path. Well, you bring that up. Uh, now, what is your thoughts on uh, 1% or OMGs uh, or OMCs, as they call them here, where you have law enforcement constantly trying to label the whole club as a criminal organization, when in fact they know, as we do, it's a few morons that uh, go out there cause problems for the club as a whole. And that's one of the reasons why I started doing the Wall of Shame was because of law enforcement putting everybody in one bag when it was just a few so it was like here you know here's so taste of your own medicine yeah no um i i don't i don't think any i don't think any club should be should be labeled as that it's what 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 you do on your personal time is what you do on your personal time it's because when you're when you know you, you have bylaws when you, if, as long as you're within the bylaws, when you're when you're representing the club, you're good. And I can guarantee you that there ain't no M, no out you know outlaw outlaw club out there that says that you're allowed to you're allowed to you know sell and do this and do that. And so, it, what you do on your own time is what you do on your own time. It's not it's not shouldn't be put on the club. Right, right. Because well, you've yeah, had uh, law yeah, enforcement yeah. Uh, down in Florida where he was interviewing with uh, two FBI agents behind him, where he actually called uh, one of the major clubs in Florida during Daytona Bike Week a domestic terror organization. And they wonder why the community outreach between... Now, it might be different with the younger guys coming in, but guys my age and older, we were already always taught, hey, there's a line right there. You never cross that line. And now that line's blurred, of course. But uh, when we hear something like that, we're like, you know what? No wonder you know we don't like you and stuff like that. You're out there calling us domestic terrorists when most clubbers are vets and most bikers have served. So how are you going to come back and call us domestic terrorists? I got the same feelings, man. I got the same feelings. Every time I hear about it, the first thing I say is, God damn it, because I know that that's going to um, have people view me that way. And right. I'm like, fuck, this sucks. Right. Now, you actually are, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand uh, members of the LEMC 
uh, clubs actually face a lot of the prejudices that a lot of uh, other clubs do that ain't LEMC, and it comes from their own people. Yep, yep, absolutely. I I probably get pulled over more than the outlaw guys do out here, um, just because you'll have guys that are that are completely against uh, bike clubs. Mm-hmm. Now, so, is that I mean, rampant I, I, I get, through the I law enforcement? Say that again? Is that rampant through law enforcement where they don't really approve or don't like or dislike uh, clubs? I think it's more depending on where you're at. Um, you know, I have like some of our chapters, they have, they, it's, they have great, they have great areas, you know, they, where the cops um, in that area, you know, re, you know, don't, they don't, they don't look at them any different than any other car on the road. You know, um, then you have some areas where um, it's constant, it's constant badgering. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's just like anything else in, in the country. Now, how do you uh, guys that are in uh, LEMC have arrest powers and a badge? How do you guys feel like, because they probably don't know in the first place uh, that it's an LEMC club. They probably think it's off-the-wall club. Uh, But how do you guys feel when you get pulled over and the questions start? And what's the reaction when you do identify as a police officer? They usually don't know. and they, They usually don't know. They, they, nine times out of 10, if I get pulled over, they have no idea that I'm an officer. I don't, that, that's not something that I pull. That's not why I got into it. I'm not going to, why, why am I going to do that? Um, so that one, um, so that you, you, question, you, I, you getting, I you're getting that kind, you're seeing how everybody else feels for being pulled over like that is what I'm getting at. Yep. Yep. I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now there was that video. I don't know if you've seen it of the Hell's Angels in Sturgis, and they were going around taking pictures of everybody for blowing a stop sign. Is that standard practice within law enforcement? Hey Hollywood, my phone is all messed up. Oh, you can't hear. Hello. If you're just joining Hello? us, we're uh, talking with... Uh, Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm dropping service. Uh, you're dropping, huh? Hello? Yeah, we're here, buddy. Hello? Can, yeah, can you hear me yet? I guess we're having uh, some problems on uh, his end right now. Uh, so hopefully you guys uh, learned something from this. Uh, it would have been more interesting to be able to go a little longer. Uh, but we were getting into some good stuff right there. And, uh, well, there he is. Let's see if we could get him the call. Get in here. Yeah, you there? Yeah, here I am. I, 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 live, I live in a bad area. Oh, uh, you got you live in a place where you don't got any good service, huh? Yeah, because I don't like being around people. I'm, I'm all that <laughs> off gridding it, man. <laughs> so anyway, I was talking about the, that Hell's Angel stop in Sturges, uh, where everybody was getting their pictures taken and stuff like that. Is that something that's actual standard procedure for law enforcement to do? Is not in my any agency I've worked for. And my advice to those guys, if they're listening, lawyer up, get an attorney, um, because man, I, I, can't, I can't see how, how that can be justified. I mean, what, what they did was, was completely wrong. You could, we're only allowed to, um, 
stop you long enough for us to stroke out the citation or give you a warning or something, man. That, that, that was ridiculous. So there is stuff that you see where other people on the other side of the aisle are saying, you know what, screw, what the hell's going on? It is kind of a profiling deal. Uh, where is your, you know, you uh, said you uh, believe in biker rights and stuff. Where are you at on the profiling bills that are going around the country right now? I'm losing it again. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you there? Hello? Yeah, you're probably losing me, man. Uh, yeah, you're gone. So, anyway, guys, uh, that was a great segment and stuff like that. Uh, make sure you guys hit the like and subscribe button. Uh, with that, I'm outie. Talk to you later.